0: This is Westler Media. Jenny? Hi, how are you? I'm Benson. Nice, to, nice meet to meet you.
1: Nice
2: to meet you. We were packing on a lot of butter all at once. And sometimes you're packing it up from underneath, so it's kind of hanging from the armature. And we were, and, and in this case, it was the cow's rear end and udder, which takes a couple hundred pounds of butter and we had it next to the door, so everybody was coming in and out the door, letting the heat in, and all of a sudden that whole back end of the couch hit the floor.
0: The Ohio State Fair and Wesler Media are proud to present A Fair to Remember. Discovering the stories of people behind this statewide tradition. This is season one, episode seven.
2: We were outside watching like what's he doing he's giving this thing the Heimlich maneuver and then it just it just crumpled to the floor.
0: couple of quick notes before we get started on today's episode. The first one is that there is a surprise episode coming up after this one. So in this episode, we we'll are talk about the butter cow. And I want to tell you about the butter sculpture for the year, but I can't yet because when we post these episodes, um, it's kind of embargoed and it's a secret. And if I told you, the Dairy Association would you know, have a cow. So we'll talk about the uh, actual sculpture and surprise episode coming up. The second thing is we're going to hear on this episode deals. uh, It's kind of more of like a conversation based uh, because I did like a live on the scene interview with uh, the people who deal with the butter cow. So it's pretty sweet. It's fun. I really enjoyed it. And the next episode after this, even beyond this whole butter talk, is going to be the entertainers of the fair. So that'll be a lot of fun. So with all that in mind, let's jump in.
1: So the display itself um, typically uses around a ton of butter. There's always a butter cow and calf. So the butter cow herself um, has been a part of the fair since the early 1900s. And um, it was much later when the butter cow found a home in the Dairy Products Building in the 1920s, we added a calf, and then in the 60s, they added a theme to go with it, so multiple sculptures.
0: So we're walking into the Dairy Building at the Ohio State Fair with Jenny Hubble. She is the Senior VP of Communications for the American Dairy Association Mideast. And she's been doing this for, like, a long time. So the ADA, they are the group that selects the sculpture each year.
1: The butter is an unsalted butter. Um, it is 55-pound blocks. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's a pound of butter like you get at the store. It's not. you got to have a little bit of larger size um. Uh, butter to work with, and it's actually butter that's past its expiration date. So this is butter that would not have made it to marketplace. We begin working on on the process um, in early spring. We come up with some ideas. We go back and forth, the sculpting team and the folks at the American Dairy Association, to make sure that we're um, putting together a theme that fairgoers will love and that uh, is something that that the dairy community can feel really good about. From there, um, we work with the team for some sketches and and, and try to really button down what we wanna do. I leave the technical part up to the team, certainly. Um, Combined, it's about 400 hours of their time um, in that cooler, um, putting the display together. And, um, you know, it starts out with big blocks of butter and turns into a masterpiece at the end.
0: It takes a long time and a lot of work to create the butter cow and calf and the themed scene. It's also complicated too, believe it or not. A cow is a very complicated animal. It's, it's, um, it's. You know, if you're not used to looking at them, it. um, You know, it's, it's unlike a lot of other animals that you might have more experience looking at. I, uh, I did it for a few years, and that was my experience that they're very. uh, There's just a lot of weird. Bulges and and uh, you know, muscles and udders and and uh, the the feet are very challenging. The hooves are uh, are very complex forms. That's the voice of sculptor Alex Balls. Paul Brook is also a member of the butter cow team, and while he agrees that the cow itself is a challenge, there is another piece to this puzzle that can cause trouble for him too.
2: The worst part is the temperature change. You're going from 45 degrees to. Maybe it's 100 degrees out here. In some summers we've had that. So you're going from, you know, a 50, 60 degree temperature change all day long. And when you come out all dressed up for the cold and you're in a 100 degree barn, it's, it's in your buttery and greasy yeah. and it's in your hair and yeah. it's in, in your face and all of your shoes. Yeah, it, it's, That's just something we've learned to deal with.
1: We've paid tribute to uh, MLS, to the crew when they rolled into town, Um, the Browns and the Bengals. We have partnerships with them um, for a a youth wellness program, and so we were able to incorporate that Um, Ohio High School Athletic Association. And then on the historical side, one of my favorites, we did a a Mount Rushmore, if you will, of the presidents um, that were born in Ohio.
0: So when you say armature, basically what you're saying is there is like a wooden chicken wire structure that holds the butter up? Because obviously it's not just straight butter in there.
1: Correct, so there's a couple different types of armatures. For the cow, you're exactly right. You're gonna have a a chicken skeleton skeleton that's underneath underneath that butter that gets layered on. Um, Some of the other sculptures, uh, if it's an individual, if it's a person, you're probably just gonna have a stick figure under there.
0: Like, have you ever run out of butter? Have you ever been like, we don't have enough butter yes.
1: to finish the sculpture? No, you're, you're exactly right. So I typically order about 2,000 pounds and I, I can't recall exactly which one it was, um, but we had to get more butter. Well, all I could find were, you know, one pound blocks. And we we brought in a lot of one pound blocks. Um, of course, you know, I'm talking 20 pounds, 30 pounds, not, a, not you know, Hundreds, but still, it is, you know, you're just sticking little, little uh, blobs on, but
0: um, like put little slabs of Lando Lakes yeah, on the, <laughs> you
1: know, just to try to get it on there, but um, it, it'll work.
0: So how do you get the job of creating the butter cow each year? Well, the two sculptors you heard from earlier, Alex and Paul, they're both toy makers from Cincinnati. And back in the day, one of their bosses heard about the need for a new butter sculptor at the fair.
2: I am a sculptor in the toy industry since about uh, 2000. I worked for Kenner and Hasbro. I worked on Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Batman, uh, Marvel characters. When you sculpt a toy,
0: you actually are like sculpting clay. You're creating almost a clay model of it. Can you just describe that for me? Because that'll help people make the connection between toys, how you make a toy, and the butter cow.
2: Depends on the toy, but yeah, we usually start in clay, do a a quick rough uh, mold and fill it with wax, like you said, and then and wax, it's a special wax that we make ourselves. It's very brittle and, and uh, carvable, holds a lot of detail.
0: Now, when you, when you see the sculpture that you spent probably hundreds of hours of creating and that thing collapses, what do you feel? What are you thinking when you see that happen?
2: I watched it happen, and luckily it wasn't my sculpture, but Bob, who was working on it at the time, was standing behind. Um, sculpting a full-size female uh, veterinarian that year, and he and she he, she started to collapse, and he grabbed her around the waist, and he was pounding on the glass. And we were outside watching. like, "What's he doing? He's giving this thing the Heimlich maneuver." And then it just it just crumpled to the floor, and he just threw his hands up. Oh, uh, he was so upset. Yeah, walked out. We <laughs> didn't really say. And he's like, "Why didn't you guys come in and help me?" And I we didn't know what you were. What would, what would we do?
1: Throughout the year, different things pop into my head. I see something, you know, in person or on TV or whatever, and I'm like, "Oh, that'd be a great sculpture, right?" Um, but no, I mean, I just, I'm.
0: You gotta have something on your list.
1: Yeah, you know. What do you
0: think? Like, is there, is there a movie star you like? You're like, man, it'd be great to have Tom Cruise in butter or something so, like that. So,
1: one of my coworkers, I will give her credit for this. One of my coworkers always says, you know, we should do The Simpsons because they're yellow anyway and they have Ohio connections. You know, that would be fun. But, uh, you know, that's not what it is this year.
0: That is my favorite TV show of all time. Do you want to it's see my funny. wallet? Let me show you my wallet. Oh my gosh,
1: that's crazy. I have
0: a Simpsons wallet. All right, there you go. So, you can- so what is the 2018 sculpture? Well, I can't say just yet, but in a little piece of bonus content coming soon to this feed, you're going to hear all about it. However, what I can tell you is, we'll at least play for you my reaction when I saw it. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
1: Tell anybody out am got
0: I don't, down. I don't know anything. Oh, this is so cool. That is We'll tell so you all about the 2018 awesome. display very, very soon. A bonus episode coming up right here on A Fair to Remember. Band, under the direction of Omar P. Blackman from Cleveland, Ohio. A Fair to Remember is presented by the Ohio State Fair and produced by Wessler Media. Shout out to executive producer and PR manager for the fair, Alicia Schultz. She's given me the great honor and duty to help tell these stories. Special thank you to Jenny Hubble, Alex Balls, Paul Brook, and the American Dairy Association Mideast. Our opening theme is the Beautiful Ohio Waltz, as performed by the 1994 All-Ohio State Fair Band. These episodes expertly mastered by Joey Gerwin at Orton Judio Recording Studios. And finally, thank you to anyone who's done anything at all to help make this podcast a reality. And thank you for attending the fair, because you too are part of this great history. This has been A Fair to Remember. I'm your host, Vince Tornero, and I'll see you on the Midway. are you ever watching tv and you're like
2: wow um i'd really like to sculpt them they've got an interesting looking body
0: (laughs) or (laughs) something like that
2: i always wanted to sculpt a miniature landscape with castles or or um hobbit hobbit houses or or um things that are uh, more fantasy oriented dragon or something but usually that doesn't tie in with the Uh, uh, Dairy Association's ideas, so... Dragons, dairy, work? (laughs) Disney Castle, or it's it's any kind of fantasy thing I think would be fun to sculpt.
0: Hey again, just a quick reminder, the 2018 Sculpture Reveal coming up very soon right here on this podcast feed. Spread the word, subscribe, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-media.com.